0: Good morning church. Go ahead stand with us this morning as we worship. Welcome. If you're new with us, welcome to Hill City Church. We're so excited to have you with us today. Uh, this is our simple church setup. We just love singing together and being close together as we're unified and um, learning about God and growing together as one. Amen. All right. Um, I wish you'd take like, yes, <laughs> that's the vibe here today. I like it. <laughs> um, just take like two minutes and say hi to somebody this morning. Pray this morning as we turn to worship. God, we just ask that your presence would fill this place today. Lord, above all else, we just wanna honor you in this time, God. No matter what's happening in our lives, that's crazy, no matter what kind of distractions are going on around us, God, we just wanna honor you and we just wanna give you the glory and the praise that you deserve. God, we just choose in this moment to focus on you. We choose in this moment, God, to place our eyes on you, to place our hearts on you, to give you everything that we're dealing with, just to spend some time with you. We ask that your spirit would fill this place. We ask that your spirit would fill our hearts today, Lord Jesus. Just draw us unto you today, God. We worship you. Thank you, Jesus.
1: God, I look to you. I won't be overwhelmed. Give me vision. See things like you do, God. I look to you. You're where my help comes from. Give me wisdom. You know just what to do, and I will love you, Lord, my strength. And I will love. awesome. Let's sing that again. God, I look to you. God, I look to you. I won't be overwhelmed. Give me vision to see things like you do. I look to you, you're where my help comes from, give me wisdom, you know just what to do, and I will love you.
0: Church, sing your own song to him. Just open up your mouth right now. Say, thank you, Jesus. We worship you, God. Thank you for saving me, God. Thank you for being my refuge, God. Thank you for being my strength. You Jesus and Lord I'm gonna worship and Lord I'm
1: gonna bow down and I'm just gonna stay still
0: in your presence Lord Jesus just stay still in his presence for just a moment Just find refuge in his presence for just a moment.
2: You.
1: It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Come on, church, sing it out. It may look like I'm surrounded.
3: Whatever you're going through. Let, this is how I my let God be battles. worship through what we go through. This is how I fight my battles. Oh Lord. This, this is, is how, how I fight my battles. battles. This is how I... It may seem like...
1: It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you.
3: It may look like I'm surrounded by Just close your eyes and sing that with me. It may may look look like I'm I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you, Lord. It may look
1: like I'm surrounded, I'm surrounded by you.
3: Lord God, I'm going to just read you something out of Kings. And it's a story of Elisha. He was the one of the major prophets right after Elijah. He was his student. And there's a moment where there's an army surrounding him in the book of 2nd Kings chapter 6. And his servant is freaking out. Just imagine just being surrounded by an army. And some of you guys, you guys are feeling the pressure of being surrounded. And then the servant says to Elijah, don't you see my Lord that we're surrounded? And he's freaking out. And verse 16 says, don't Be afraid, Elisha tells his servant. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elisha prayed, and maybe this is your prayer today. Oh Lord, open his eyes or lift up your eyes. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes and he looked up and saw the hills full of the Lord's horses and chariots of fire all around them. And more than anything, I believe that we are surrounded by God, but we don't see it. And I want to—I you to ask God, God, help me lift up my eyes come over on, my problem. Help me lift up yes. my eyes over whatever the roadblock yes. is. And that's how you fight your battle. Sometimes yes. we focus way too much on what we're looking at. And I'm telling you, God is bigger than your problem, yes. right? God is bigger than the thing that you're going through. Come so on. when we sing this song, it's not just a song of of, we're singing just lofty words into this into space we're singing to a God that surrounds us and those who are with us are greater than those who are with them God is with you God is with you today you can fight your battles he can fight your battles you don't need to do anything sometimes all you need to do is worship all you need to do is bow down and praise this is how we fight our battles one more time and sing with us it may look like I'm, I'm surrounded, surrounded. I'm surrounded. Ooh, I see you God I don't see my problem God It, it may look, look like, like I'm surrounded, I'm surrounded. I'm surrounded I see you God you. I see you Jesus You're with me it may look like, like I'm surrounded, surrounded. I'm surrounded Come on lift up your voice you. One more time It, it may look, look like I'm surrounded, surrounded. I'm surrounded Yes You are with us today, Lord God. And I pray, Lord God, for our church, Lord God, whatever they're going through, Lord God, I pray let us put our fight in Jesus. Let us not give up. Let us not back down and say, that's just how it is. That's just how I am. I'm always going to be this way or this situation's always going to be that way. Let us not let our seasons dictate our lifetime. Let it not tell our story today, Lord God. And I pray in the name of Jesus, this you are fighting our battles for us, but we got to trust in God that he is for us he is much greater than he who is against us Lord God in Jesus name we pray and everyone said amen, amen. give God praise man yes. you guys can be seated at this time I wanted to bring up a friend of mine his name is Justin and I just wanted him to tell his testimony of God, what God is doing in him, but what, why, how he got here and, uh, and just how God is growing him. So give Justin the hand.
2: Thank you. Um, <laughs> so, so overwhelming sometimes, which is a good thing, right? Uh, I came to Hill City um, by way of a, maybe a strange and interesting winding path. Uh, I come from a really good family, a really big family, too big probably. And growing up, we had, I would say, a little bit of church in our life, but not a lot. And over time, um, I got really involved in school in the academic world, and um, I was extremely good at school. So I was one of those kids who would make the other kids mad because I would get the grade too high on the test, throw off the curve, and they would hate me. Um, but I got really into it, and uh, so growing up uh, had a great life and about late teenagehood when I went to college I started to um, experience a little bit more freedom I moved out on my own when I turned 18 and that was probably where I started to do a lot of things on my own uh, trying to run my own life and uh, I started um, getting distracted and uh, I fell into some addictive habits and uh, I began to use alcohol and Uh, Over the years, I became very reliant on alcohol, and I became an alcoholic, and I was very very much um, under the power and the spell of alcohol. And for any of us who have struggled with addictions, you probably know what I'm talking about. Um, And as my addiction grew stronger, my depression and anxiety also increased, and they were directly proportional to one another. And so over time, I became more and more addicted and more and more depressed and anxious until one day um, I had a really rough night. Um, I was extremely um, drunk and got really sick. And that next day, um, I had somebody in my life that's important to me invite me to uh, an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. And I had never been to one, and I said yes because i I realized that I had a problem. so I walked in those doors, which was very difficult to do for me uh, because you might say some people call it a high functioning alcoholic, which is kind of a funny oxymoron. but when I walked in those doors, um, I saw on the wall one of the steps is to find your higher power, and of course, I was in a I thought I was really smart and I was educated and scientific and the God stuff was for other people so I didn't really need to worry about the the God step that was for other people and uh, as the weeks went by I started to hear this little voice that said you know kind of knocking on that door and um, I decided you know what Uh, I think I am powerless Um, I'm not a good husband anymore I'm not a good son I'm not a very good employee. I really wasn't doing very much that was successful, and um, I started looking up churches and just to see what it, what would happen. And I, I came upon Hill City's website, and when I started reading about John and Candice, I thought, Wow, I didn't know pastors could be like that, and uh, these people seem kind of cool and different and uh, that first day I walked into Hill City I felt so awkward and I felt so unworthy and I thought to come to church you had to be kind of like a saint and I almost walked out Uh, as soon as I walked in I felt like I didn't belong here and I shouldn't be here and uh, then luckily uh, brother John Virgilio uh, welcomed me and shook my hand and offered to sit next to me and that way he trapped me in so i couldn't leave and um uh even though i wanted to uh he's kind of a big guy and i was afraid of him and so uh, he trapped me in and, and that was thank god that he did because when i heard the sound coming out of that worship team i said whoa um and i was overcome and i still am and when i heard pastor john speak i uh I, was, I knew I was where I needed to be. So I am now 127 days sober, not that I'm counting. Yeah. And, and I don't say that to judge anybody else, but I just say that to say that I had tried to quit many, many times before and I didn't have the power. And now God has so much power in my life that anytime I hear that dark, evil spirit telling me, it's okay, you know, you can do this, you can do that, uh, I pray, and I'm delivered. So I just encourage anybody, anybody, just give it up. Just let it go. And uh, if anybody wants to talk, um, certainly I'm... I'm here for you, and I would appreciate anybody's prayers, um, and everybody's prayers. And I pray for, um, I pray for you and the health of this church and the continued uh, progression. So, John, thanks for letting me speak, and thanks for all this. I know,
3: um, I know that there's people in this room uh, uh, here. Just people in this room that are dealing with addiction, and since Justin, his man, has been delivered from addiction by the grace of God, I just want you to pray a simple prayer. For them and for yourself,
2: absolutely. Father God, we are so grateful to be gathered here in your presence today. And God, we know we can fight our battles from our knees, and we know that no matter what we're going through, no matter how time, how many times we failed. You've already done it. The verdict is in. Through your sacrifice of your son, you've delivered us from our sins. And you show us the power of unconditional love. So Father God, help us. Help us not listen to the devil anymore about the things we're addicted to in our life that we use to fill in that hole. And I pray that every single member of Hill City and in the city of Thornton, feels your love and your presence and it fills up your heart like it did for me and father god let me continue to feel that warm embrace of jesus because it's in your name that we're able to fight all these battles and win
3: go from there justin just prayed the gospel right there of jesus changing lives through the cross through his blood that's the gospel man you just preached it if you are new my name is john i'm so glad that you're here and more than anything our goal as a church our mission is to go and make disciples disciples are just students of jesus who look like jesus who love god deeply by loving people boldly we believe the way we love people is the way we love god the way we love people is the way we love god and it comes from one of the um, most memorable stories that jesus tells is the prodigal son and and if you haven't read i want you to read about the prodigal son but we want younger brothers to come home and be whole and we want older brothers who know the father to go out after younger brothers I believe that is our goal that is our desire we want, we want Justin's to go out and reach more Justin's we want, we, want, we want Paul's to go out to reach more Paul's and John's to go out and reach more John's because as God restores us we can't keep it for ourselves don't let it not stop with you and disciple making is about saying it can't stop with me This, what God is doing, the goodness of God cannot stop with me. The grace and the love of God, the refreshing, the moment where you heard the worship and it started to restore your soul. I need that for someone else. I desire that for a friend, for my family, and that is the goal. I want you to invite the people who need to be here. But more than anything, I want you to invite them into your life and into this place that they may know Jesus and that you may know Jesus. That is our goal. That is our heart. I'm going to pray for the offering. They're going to pass that around before I run into this. But Heavenly Father, I just thank you, Lord God. I pray for all those who are giving generously, Lord God. They're giving to bigger tables. They're giving to groups, Lord God. They're giving to, Lord, uh, Hill City, being in the city, Lord God. I pray in the name of Jesus, if Lord, bless Justin. Give him strength, Lord God. I pray this church will be all praying for Justin and that he would feel, Lord God, empowered, Lord God, and his voice would get louder and he would be emboldened by the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Everyone said amen. You guys can pass that around. You guys can pass it around. So we've been on 21 days of prayer and fasting. And I hope you joined us even for a couple of days. And, and it, I hope that there's something growing in us that longs for the voice of God more than anything else. I want to hear God for myself. I don't want to hear John all the time. I want to hear God for myself. That there's a big difference. And, and, and I, because there's a place of hope. I I believe that if if, uh, the enemy, like Justin was saying, could break our hope, then he has already won. You're just existing. We're just existing when we lose hope. When we don't believe that God can overcome anything we're going through, then we're just existing. And I, I want you to have hope. Christians have hope. The gospel is called good news. Say good news good news of the Lord Jesus Christ that he came to save us and give us hope that we couldn't save ourselves but he has chose to save us through his life and I don't know about you that gives me hope for tomorrow because I know it's not dependent on me I know it's not dependent on me and so that's why we pray that's why we get on our knees that's why we sing and worship Uh, one of my favorite uh a pastors, his name is Tim Keller. He's this, he's this cool old 70, like five-year-old dude who his whole church is made up of 20-year-olds. And I'm like, how do you do it? And I listen to him. I say, that's how you do it. You're, you're a beast monster and you're really cool. And he tells Harry Potter stories all the time. I'm like, I get those stories. All right. But Tim Keller says this, prayer is the only entryway into genuine self-knowledge. To know yourself. It is also the main way we experience deep change, the reordering of our loves. Prayer is how God gives us so many of the unimaginable things He has for us. Prayer makes it safe for God to give us many of the things we most desire. I thought about that for a while. That's a deep thought. It is the way we know God the way we finally treat God as God, prayer is simply the key to everything we need to do and be in life. So I say this, prayer determines our victory. And that's why prayer is so hard. Have you ever tried to pray like for 30 seconds and you, you start praying, you're like, dude, I'm going to do this. And, and, and if you're like me, you guys, you guys right away, I'm, I say to myself, I'm going to pray for an hour straight. And then you ask yourself, when was the last time I prayed for an hour straight? Or I'm going to pray for 10 minutes straight right and then you are 30 seconds in and your phone rings and, and you get a message. You're like, I, I better look at that, God, because uh, maybe you're speaking to me. Then then, then, you, uh, then you're like, oh, yeah, the, the Broncos won 45 to 10. You're like, yes, right? And, and then, then you look, and then you, suddenly you're on Facebook for 45 minutes, and, and you're laughing at videos of, like, dancing clowns on elephants, right? You're like, well, how did this happen so quickly? And then 45 minutes later, you, you get caught up, and you're like, oh, I can't do this anymore. God. I believe that the enemy wants to distract us to pray to God. But prayer is the key to change your life, to know yourself, and to know God deeply. And if that's the case, if the key to everything in life of knowing God is in prayer, guess where the enemy wants to distract us most? in prayer. He doesn't want you to pray. He wants you to be on Facebook and then say amen, right? It's like, oh, I better get back. Amen. Amen, right? Because he knows that our lasting joy is found in prayer. He knows that our effectiveness in life is found in prayer. I don't know about you, but I want to see God move, man. More than anything else, I want to see God move in my children, in my life, in our church, in our businesses in this room, at your jobs, in your marriages. I want you guys to have the best marriages. The marriages that other people look and like, how do you do it? Teach me how you do it. Why is your love keeps on growing where I see my friends, their love isn't growing. Their love is just kind of, ah, uh, it's just there, right? How do you guys do it? And I want you guys, to, I, want, I want God to move in our city, in our community, and I hope you do too. That is the goal and the mission of God for your life because God chooses to move through people. Tell your neighbor, God chooses to move through you. Say it with a smile. Yeah, right? God chooses to move through you. I hope you have a great day, right? Right? Don't be that mean guy at the gas station that says "Have a good day." Like "Have a great day," right? You're like, "All right." You. I hope you have a good day too. You. Can, it almost makes me laugh when people tell me "Have a great day." Like the front. Have a great day, man. I'm like, "All right, all right." Someone should tell you to have a good day too, man. But uh, but we we're on part six of the message series, basic. Building a firm foundation. And Jesus said, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man. Say a wise man. We want to be wise people, right? It's like a wise man who built his house on a rock. The rain came, the streams rose, the winds blew, yet the house did not fall because the foundation is the rock. The foundation was on the rock. And I want to ask you, all of us in life, we're building something, right? We're building kids. We're building a business. We're building, I don't know if you go to the gym all the time, you're building your biceps. We're all building something. We're building video games. We are all building something in our lives. And I want to tell you, when the winds come and the streams rise, is what you're building worth building? Is what you're building, is the thing that you're building, putting all your effort into, will it fall one day? Or will it just be sinking sand one day? Think about that. What are you building today? What are you building today? We're all building something. I just don't want you to build something and put all your effort into it, and then 10 years from now, and you you say to yourself, what am I doing? This is all sinking sand. This is all stuff of future garage sales and i put my hope into the wrong thing but those who put their hope in god is like a wise man who built his house on a rock and when the rain came the stream rose and the winds blew man the house will not fall man god will keep what you have started and he will finish what you started when you started with christ I love this verse, but you got to put it into practice. True faith is, is not informational belief. True faith is not like, I know how to pray. That's cool. I know how to worship God. That's cool. Like, tell your face <laughs> that you're worshiping God, right? Tell your hands that you're worshiping your creator, that he made you, that he loves you, and he's for you, that he surrounds you. Tell your hands, tell your heart, tell your face who you're worshiping and when you're in prayer. Because sometimes I'm looking around like, man, I don't know if they know that they're worshiping God that delivered Justin from alcoholism for how many years, man? Many, many, many years, and God just delivers you and says, Justin, you're done, man, and I'm with you. That's the God we serve. Yeah, dude, yeah we, we, I don't want you to give you, I don't want God to get a golf clap from us. You ever see, like, Tiger Woods sink a, a putt? It's like, like, I want there to be some joy. Christians should have some passionate joy within them. I believe God loves loud worship right? Because heaven is filled with, guess what? Loud worship. And I know I'm naturally loud, and my wife tells me to be quiet because my voice is too loud, and I don't need this mic, but I do it because people are online listening. So I, I'm just telling you, God wants your loud. Faith needs to be worked out in worship, worked out in prayer, worked out in loving your enemies, praying for those who persecute you. Christians have to look at, different than the rest of the world when we look the same it says in the word of God in Matthew 5 what worth is that what worth is faith that looks the same as everyone else's it's just informational belief not life transformation and I believe in Christ we can be transformed by him amen last week we talked about the lord's prayer and i'll just read it to you it says our father in heaven holy is your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven let's say it together let's read it together our father in heaven holy is your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us today our daily bread forgive us of our sins as we forgive those who sin against us Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever amen anyone had to memorize that when they were a kid if you grew up in church some of you i went to lutheran church man we read that every week we read that the apostles creed uh, the nicene creed we memorized a lot you know what's so funny is that i'm so thankful that i memorized it because they understood something we don't understand we're like oh that's so ritualistic yes that's true but now when you pray you know how to pray now when you now when you think about who God is you, you think about the Father, son and the Holy Spirit because we're there you teach you're being you're learning something by repeating something and so I believe you should practice this at home read it put it on your walls teach your children so they know how to pray like Jesus because the truth is many people are not really sure how to pray isn't that true they're like I don't, I don't know how to pray like and, and praying, at the end of the day, it's like, am I doing this right? How do I start praying? Hey, God, are you listening? Like, and we, then we get distracted. And also some of us, we're not sure if our prayer even makes a difference. So we stopped praying. And we, we're just kind of like Christians, but we don't pray. Christians who don't pray is an oxymoron. Because prayer is how we link up to God. Think about that. But some of us, we can go weeks without praying. And that's a normative. I'm telling you, that is, a, that is if, 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 if you're not praying, then, then you're not growing. There's no growth in you. And at the end of the day, what is prayer? Prayer is communicating with God. It's just talking with God. And it doesn't need to look like everyone else. Some people get on their knees and clasp their hands. Some people just cry, man. (laughs) So like, God, you're good. Some people, it says that David would just sigh, and that was even his prayer to God. There's things everyone prays different. Others of you, some people pray, sing their prayers, right? And and you can see that in worship time. Some people are just praying in song. Some people should pray in song by themselves in the shower. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's, that's not true. Some people, they like writing their prayers, right? I like writing a lot of my prayers down because I see like, oh, you answered this, God. Oh, God, you were moving in that way. Oh, man, Justin, like he answered your prayers. Like, he, like it starts to grow in that way. It tracks it. And many of us, that we pray when we're hurting, and there's nothing wrong with that. When we're pray, when we're going through some stuff. And then start there. Be okay with that. Okay, if that's your starting point, start there. But when, when, there's, when good things happen, start worshiping God in, your, in, in the good times. Be thankful. Thank God boldly. Smile with God as he smiles over you and praise him. I do this a lot when I'm out and about. I just smile and I laugh and I, I look all weird on my face. Someone even uh, last week asked me. It was Bethany. Like, what? Why? Is, why do you look like that? I'm just like nothing. I'm just full of gratefulness, right? Because I, cause I was just thanking God, like I was out and about. We were in the middle of Denver, like I get to do what I love. And it was just a beautiful moment for me. So I just smiled and she looked at me and she's like, "You, why are you smiling, right? And it, that's what I was doing. I was just worshiping God in that moment because I thank God for the grateful things as much as the hard things, right? So our goal, uh, my goal this week was to teach you what prayer is. It's just communicating with God, and it all sounds different. You don't need to sound like me. You don't need to use big words. It says in, in the Lord's Prayer, our father, which means dad. When you talk to your pops, you don't you don't talk all formal language, right? There's a love, man, you got, you got a private language between each other. When you talk to a close friend, there's a private language like, hey, you know me. You know me, God, you know how crazy I am. This is how I talk to God. You know how much of an idiot I was today. I shouldn't have got upset, but I got upset because the uh, fast food line wasn't fast or whatever it was. The Starbucks always gives me the wrong drink. We, we man, I complain about dumb stuff. I don't know about you. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, God. Man, i I probably ruined their day today. And got, next time I go there, help me leave a big tip and apologize. Have you ever apologized for being like just mean? And you come back and it feels really awkward. You're like, oh man. There was a there was this lady. I was um we we were going through swim practice, right? And uh, Sian is here. I hope she's not. Okay, done. All right. So we were going through swim practice and then and then uh I was driving and she was like I think she was, like, jaywalking, and I just, like, I don't know. I was upset. I honked a horn, and then she started yelling, and I opened my window, and I get mad real quick, and I apologize. And and I don't know if you're like me. I get mad really fast, and I need to calm myself down. And I start yelling at her, and, and Sienna's like, in the car, and she's like, I know her. Don't yell at her. That's my friend right there. And I'm just embarrassing her. And I'm like, you were such... What are you doing, John? You, what, what are you doing? Like, have you ever caught yourself just doing s- dumb stuff? So the next time I'm there, I go straight up to her. And I'm like, and she's like ready. She's ready to get me. And I'm like, I am so sorry because I am dumb. I get mad so quickly. And I shouldn't have done that. And then she's like, I'm sorry, too. Like, it just it started to deflate. And then we became friends. And like, I was like, see, I should yell at people more. We become friends. But there are moments we just do stuff like that. And, 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 and the first thing you do, man, just apologize. Let God pray. Pray to God like, God, that was dumb. Help me not do that. And then take action like Jesus tells us. If you practice what I tell you, man, your life will be so different. You will have friends that used to be enemies. Isn't that true? Pray for those who persecute you, man. Love your enemies. And what you're doing is you're living your life like Christ. But, it hap- but the battle happens in prayer. You don't just become like that. You don't, you're just not just, that's not, the, that's not our natural inclination that happens in prayer. So today I want to teach you something. I was going to teach you last week. It's called Lectio Divina. Say Lectio Divina. It is Latin, right? This is what Benedictine monks used to do like over a thousand years ago. This is how they sought after God. And we're gonna do this. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna read scripture and then we're gonna let scripture read us and then we're gonna write about it. So if you guys have your phone or if you have pen or paper, you guys are perfectly ready for this. But if you have your phones, take it out, take some notes. Go to the notes app, not your Facebook app, all right? Just pretend, all right? And so we're going to go into Lectio Divina, and Lectio Divina consists of four things, and I've been doing this for a couple months now, and it's been so good. I am hearing the voice of God through his word, and this is how the monks heard the voice of God. Are you guys ready? We're going to do this. You guys in? We're going to do this, all right? I'm going to pray that God speaks to you today, but it's going to be his word speaking to you. Many of us, we sit here and we say, God, speak to my heart. And God's like, all right, read my word then, and then I'll speak to you through it because it's going to start to read you. You're going to see your mail read through the word of God because God, that's how God works. He works through his word and he works through prayer. So right now I'm gonna pray and I want you to pray with me because I believe you wanna hear the voice of God as much as I want you to hear the voice of God. I bet you wanna hear the voice of God a lot more than I want you to hear the voice of God. Don't you do, who wants to hear God for themselves, man? I believe that's in all of us. So do this with me. I'm gonna pray over you right now. Heavenly Father, we're practicing something that is so good, God. I pray we learn right now, Lord God. And then we practice it at home because more than anything, we want to hear your voice, Lord God. Speak to our hearts. Holy Spirit, break down every wall, Lord God, so that your voice could be so loud today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Right now, it starts with step one is reading, and they're going to put that up. And I, I I apologize, it's small, but I'm going to read what it says up there. As you read today, listen for words and phrases that speak to you from this passage. What is the Spirit of God drawing your attention to? Write down words and phrases that seem to jump out at you. And I'm gonna read Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures, He leads me by still waters, He restores my soul, He leads me in paths of righteousness. For his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies, and you anoint my head with oil, and my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Take a moment. If you need to reread it, it's right up there. But take a moment. How is God speaking to you? What is popping out at you? What jumps out? And just write that down. It could be a word that jumps out. It could be a phrase that jumps out. Just write that down. Now we're going to take the next step. Step two is meditation. Now read it again yourself. Read that Psalms 23 for yourself. And you can read it on your phone. You can read it right on the screen right there. Read it al- and repeat aloud the words and phrases in which you're drawn to. Make, it, make connections between the word of God and your life at this point. What do you think God might be saying to you by these words and phrases. Make a note, how is God, what is God trying to speak to you about by what is being presented, by the phrases and words that popped out. Mine is so simple. Mine was, the Lord is my shepherd. Man, that God, he, he leads me. He is my shepherd. That he owns me. He's got me. Sometimes I think I'm alone, but no, he is my shepherd. He is for me. He is guiding me. He's leading me to a place. And sometimes he uses his rod and his staff and it hurts. And, but it's for my good. And I trust my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. God says, sometimes I got to beat you, boy. (laughs) I got to get you because you're not listening. And it's because I love you. Sometimes God disciplines us because the sin in our lives is one day going to kill us. So he disciplines our lives. So that we would walk away from our sin. Sometimes God's pain is the greatest thing for us. And I know some of you guys are going through, you're like, no, it's not, John. We won't know until we get through it, though. The Lord. Step three, now take these thoughts and meditations of the ideas of one, step one and two and offer them back to God in prayer. Just take a moment to pray and respond for yourself. How is it asking you to respond differently? How is this altering how you view the world and yourself and God? Like the Lord is my shepherd, I am God's first. He is my shepherd. What attitudes in yourself does the passage bring to light? And then offer your response to God in humility and ask for guidance. Just take a moment to pray to what God is showing you. A moment in prayer. We pray to you, God. Some of us, we just need to know our Shepherd, God. Surely, goodness will follow. mercy will follow. Goodness will follow you. Mercy will follow you, as you follow the Shepherd. Whoo! It's a whole message, that's, oh, Thank thank you. And step four is just be still right now. Let God speak back to you. Just think about your prayer for a couple moments just simply rest in the presence of god and let him restore you as he's leading you to still water let god reveal his life to you step four just rest just take a moment of silence guys bow your heads and let god speak to you. more moments just, just rest maybe it's just peace you feel all over you it's peace you need for this week maybe it's he's bringing to light things that you need to take care of like you need to reconcile a relationship you need to restore your relationship with God It may seem like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may seem like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded. This is how I find my battles. This is how I find my battles. This is how I find my battles. This is how I. This is how I find my battles. This is how I find my battles. This is how I find my battles. This is how I. It may look like, it may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, I'm surrounded by you. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters he will restore my soul he will lead me in paths of righteousness for his namesake for his glory even though i walk through the hardest times in my life, through the valley of the shadow of death where I feel nothing inside, where I have lost hope, where I feel broken, where I feel far from God, I will not fear evil for you are with me. You are surrounding me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You actually prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You knew I was going to be there and you anointed my head with oil and my cup will overflow. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and i will dwell in the house of the lord forever give god praise give god praise man Woo! Yes. yes i'm gonna pray over you as we go i am so oh man i hope your heart is filled the word of god is alive let it come alive in you heavenly father my shepherd we love you lord god and i pray as we leave we are filled with your goodness your peace and your mercy lord we are surrounded by you and i pray we stay in the meditative state of hope lord god in jesus christ lord god in jesus christ like justin said it is jesus who loves us he's for us and the cross has saved us lord god and we have victory in jesus today in jesus name we pray and everyone said amen god bless you thank you for coming greet the person next to you and thank god for speaking to us man that's so good amen